0: What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah. Today, no gear nerding out, no talking about I don't know the in-depth struggles of different types of wiring harnesses or whatever the hell it is we usually talk about on this podcast. Straight in with just talking about the music today. The thing that matters the most. And in my continuing obsession with trying to find artists that are taking the guitar to new places, um not just in the crazy experimental, but that seem to sort of tap into something about the kind of flavors and genres that are showcasing the guitar in new ways and in which the guitar is becoming prominent and appealing to a really wide range of ages in the audience. And, you know, it seems to have something to do with the future of where things are going, but also just stuff that inspires me, stuff that I think will interest you guys as well. If it inspires me, it's going to inspire other guitarists out there. Um, I've come across an artist who I was not previously aware of. There's a good chance I'll get into talking about a few things I'm going to share today that I've come across, you know, stuff has been... It's kind of related to some stuff that I watch and even suggest a lot on here. So the chances I've kind of glanced over and not actually watched or listened to any of the things I'm going to suggest here, and it's just just passed me by. You know, it was just the next thing that I would have been suggested or the next thing that I could have clicked on. It's kind of an interesting thing to me that you know how much music is hidden away and and way, uh, and you know that you feel like you'll never get to. But how much music do we kind of just miss out on, including stuff that could become really meaningful to us or favorite music or something like that it's kind of an interesting thing that just that um this gets me thinking about because uh like i say there's some stuff i'm going to share today, which is very much related to stuff that i've shared before many times on this podcast and it interests me how did i never come across this artist one of those you know you go how have i not heard this before um but i think you guys are going to like this um phenomenal guitarist, great music and as always with the stuff i share on this podcast Even if this isn't your cup of tea, we've all got our different tastes in music. Even if this isn't up your alley in that way. um, That's a horrible phrase, isn't it? Up your alley, you can't say that. Um, It's too too euphemistic for the likes of me. Uh, I can't say something like that without my mind going to all sorts of places. Even if this isn't for you, uh, in terms of what music you most like to listen to, totally fine, we've all got our own taste. Um, And yours is wrong, no, but... (laughs) now that doesn't matter at all because like everything i try to suggest on here as someone who's into guitar there'll be something interesting in here there'll be something to take away uh, in terms of technique sound tone songwriting ideas just having an awareness of what's going on in the guitar world there's going to be something here like i say with all the music i try to suggest where even if it's not something that you're going to you know have on constant repeat and listen to all the time. Just getting to know this music, you're gonna get something out of it. And you should always be looking like uh in that way. You should always be looking through that paradigm. I think when you're seeing someone play guitar. Um I try to get myself it's it's kind of impossible. It's like, you know, striving for perfection. There's no such thing as perfect, but you strive for it so you get somewhere better every time. Um it's kind of like a bit of that mentality you know, the first thing that's always going to hit your mind because it's so instantaneous is, do I like this or do I not? You know, that's the thing. You, you're. Going to, it's a feeling. Uh, so that's always going to be there for us. But I try to kind of, and again, it's impossible. I never quite get there. But I tr- put in a conscious effort to try and um, kind of like consciously override that. And when it's guitar music, especially, but just actually all music, think about, um, you know, what's going on here and try to try to think about what's going on so that, I'm not being dismissive if I don't like the music. You know, if I like the music, then that's that's great because then it's really positive and then I can listen to it and just enjoy it a bunch and then also start thinking about what could I learn from this or ooh, what's going on in the music here or, you know, try to, try to have some kind of thoughts about it. Um, you know, that happens easily if you happen to like the music. But if you happen to have that instant reaction of not liking the music and you don't kind of temper it with thinking, with trying to bring in thoughts about... You know what's going on. What could you learn from it? What could you take away from it in terms of specifically guitar playing, but just the music in general? You know, if you don't bring those in, they can kind of sometimes get lost, and you can end up losing the opportunity to to dig deeper. And those two things are related as well. If you start to find something in the music, you go, "Well, that's an interesting idea." Like, what's what's happening there? Hang on a minute, or you start trying to play along, or or you give it a chance in that way. You come at it as a guitarist as well as a music fan, maybe um sometimes that gets you to like music you might not have otherwise like you get it you kind of give it a second chance or you kind of you feel us kind of a second wave of kind of judgment come in. you go okay actually you know there's something here i can get into but as i start to you know you start to twiddle around on guitar listening to it and you go okay hang on a second there's something kind of cool in here that that can kind of change your, that initial opinion as well which is cool but um anyway whether you like this music or not please go and check it out because it's interesting um this is the guitarist naya Izumi. Uh, Naya Azumi, you might have come across online if you watch the NPR Tiny Desk concerts that they do, the live Tiny Desk concerts. Great series of videos. If you don't know those, you should check them out anyway. There's so many good ones, um, including a ton of great guitar players and just a ton of great music. Uh, I've suggested a bunch of them on this podcast, and just happen to have never come across this one, never watched it um, before. Even though, like I say, I watch these and I suggest them all the time, even on this podcast. Um, and that's kind of a way that Natsuki came to prominence uh, online. What's interesting is that Night Azumi, I say, came to prominence. Usually, the artists featured on the Tiny Desk concerts from NPR are already like really popular. That's why they get invited to do the Tiny Desk concerts, or at least you know have a following, and I would assume are followed and enjoyed by people who are at NPR Music and are doing this thing um but they actually held back in 2018 at the tiny desk contest for people to like submit videos and then they would choose someone whose video they really like to come on and perform and uh, naya azumi won that came on on this big stage or uh, you know virtual stage of being at the uh well tiny stage actually but uh <laughs> not even a stage it's a desk the massive ironic massive stage of the tiny desk came on did that kind of got known to the world um you know had videos up of playing guitar and had a single out and stuff and then that uh was a video playing that is what won them the contest and then they you know went on released a video for it, uh released uh, another single um so yeah he's, he's um released a ton of stuff um in terms of the live stuff because there was the npr tiny desk and then later that year did an audio tree live session which again i'm watching audio tree live sessions all the time i'm suggesting audio tree live sessions all the time i never saw his one um just weird just weird like that um but i did that um and so released a few of these live sessions um released a, a a single which is the one that kind of Kind of got him on to kind of won the contest. It was a video of him playing the single just, you know, in his room at home. It looked like uh, called Soft Spoken, which won the competition to get on the Tiny Desk concert. Um, And then later on brought out like an official video for it and stuff, which is cool. Um, Then in 2019 had another single, Gravity. Um, But, you know, apart from that, not an album. um, Didn't get a ton of other stuff. Uh, you know and it was interesting to see what was next um, but now we have a announcement, it's just come out uh, Naya Azumi is going to release his debut album, it's called A Residency in the Los Angeles area um, coming out July 30th this year and with that kind of in preparation for us officially released the single Voodoo Uh, which is a really cool song released an official video official release of that previously had heard the song played on some live session stuff i think it's on the audio tree live session um if i'm not completely wrong about that um which is cool so you know it was kind of known but um now there's an official recording of it and release of it and it's come with this announcement that it will be the lead single or the first single from this album coming out july 30th called a residency in the los angeles area really cool so why am i in particular suggesting that you check out naya azumi's music i mean there's tons of great guitarists they re- release a new music all the time um well, this is kind of related to me trying to find a suggest on here, like I say, stuff that kind of seems to be to do with guitar appearing in interesting ways, interesting ways in terms of genre and the way guitar has been taken forward by new players. And I've heard Naya Azumi's playing described as math rock meets R&B. That's an interesting thing. There's R&B rhythms and R&B style progressions. Um, Really beautiful, soulful, melodic elements uh, with the voice and with the guitar and the way they interact. And with uh, the rhythm section, indeed, you know, definitely there's those elements in there Uh, in terms of utilizing tapping and some interesting time signature changes, some dreamy textures, some more highly affected guitar tones that take on some dreamy or ambient elements mixed with those start-stoppy elements of playing, those start-stoppy rhythmic elements, or the slightly more juddery, slightly more staccato, even uh, changes in time signature that come in with these R&B progressions and dreamy textures, which kind of relate to some of the R&B guitarists and and some of the neo soul sauce style stuff that we see around, uh, and some of the other guitarists who take style, kind of stylistic elements from that into the progressive guitar elements or math rock other areas. I can absolutely see how you know math rock meets R&B gives you at least a bit of an introduction. It's it's like any of these kind of generic labelings. It's a flawed thing. You got a new guitarist here, and what what's attracted a lot of attention with Nightzumi. Is the unique style of his playing and the way that he plays these things and sings. And as a singer-songwriter playing guitar, this is not your average singer-songwriter playing guitar, whether that be acoustic or electric. This is not your standard front man playing guitar. Um even for the math rock world, you know, this is it's not just about the being able to do technical two-finger tapping stuff whilst singing these beautiful melodic lines. Um, it's actually kind of the direction and the entire songwriting being in a new structural direction and yeah, really an interesting thing regardless of what the setup for the band would be in terms of just the songwriting but to see it performed especially that's why these live kind of concerts the Tiny Desk concert, the Audio Tree concert really did grab people's attention because to see it um, is great the Audio Tree one as well doesn't have a bassist it's just Naya Izumi singing and playing guitar and a drummer I believe and he uses kind of an octave uh, sub octave on some of the guitar parts to kind of beef up their sound which is a cool thing that I like when people do you know and of course we've talked about like Cleopatra on here and mentioned Royal Blood as well and stuff and talked about people using octaves and these kind of effects to fill out the sound when it's just a guitarist and a drummer Um, you know it's cool to watch the way people fill space like Mick Barr working with people where it's just him playing guitar with a drummer Um, Carson McWurter, I believe the, the the very first track suggested is a music suggestion on the very first episode of this podcast wasn't it um, was that cosmic work or was that episode two of the podcast um i can't remember it was right at the start uh you know doing the same thing where it's just him playing guitar and a drummer how the space gets filled out you know going back to hella as well and you know it's there there's a lot of math rock coming up in there um because in math rock that's been an interesting setup as well there's quite a lot of bands actually in the math rock area that have taken things in different direction in terms of genre some of them are more like quote-unquote twinkly math rock kind of stuff and cleaner and more ambienty and clean math rock some of the more filthy and outrageous math rock um you know drafts drafts as well there's all these things that come to mind where you've got the setup of a drummer and a guitarist or you know a drummer and a bassist in some cases uh, l-1011 would come in there as well um kind of going into different dr- genre directions and it's really interesting to me this is the one gear nerdy part of this to see how they fill out that that space um you know the point of gear is to make music um so for me you out know, on gear is cool in itself and interesting especially with another passionate knowledgeable person who's who's you know as passionate as me but way more knowledgeable <laughs> um so i can actually learn a bunch of cool stuff but um you know that's that's cool but it's got to come back to making the music really and that's when i get that's what interests me about gear is is stuff like this um you got this setup of a guitarist and a drummer and we have these expectations of the way space will be filled or you have guitar in these other interesting steps I suggested HHA recently how does the guitar tone work and how do the the gear elements work when it, you're mixing with you know you've got double bass cello and synth and things and how do these things come together um you know this is another cool example with Naizumi. part of it as well as his playing lends itself to that with math rock you know using these bigger chords and these sometimes open strings, sometimes even open tunings as well. And the tapping elements that does create a wider sonic spectrum. You're kind of playing across sometimes, um, but uh, you kind of all at once it's simultaneously that is, but um, it's still interesting to see how that works for the effects. And that's cool to see on the audio tree thing. But uh, anyway, definitely the unique style of playing has caught people's attention and the way that this opens up to a lot of people, you know, is people who are not going to listen to twiddly, start-stoppy, spasmodic math rock, whether that be the kind of twinkly, cleaner, nice-tapping stuff with some ambient textures, or whether it's going to be the more kind of post-hardcore, influenced, mixed-in, kind of loud, distorted, put a sub-octave on it. Don't put it. put a sub-octave on it, but play a bunch of crazy notes and cool time signatures that you know um, with possibly screamed vocals over it and that and that sort of stuff there's a lot of people who wouldn't be into either of those or wouldn't be into one maybe would be alright with the other whatever and that might be you yourself uh, might just not stylistically reach you but who are drawn to Night Aizumi because and drawn into that playing and see kind of a new value to that playing that they previously weren't really that interested in these kind of two-handed tapping more complex rhythmic and time kind of swapping a time signature parts of the songwriting and find it interesting and find it alluring because of those really enjoyable textures because of the beautiful vocal melodies and because of those progressions that might strike their ear a little bit more sweetly when they're more familiar from the r&b and even the pop world really love this stuff and i'm going to actually share with you a ton of stuff i know i usually just give you guys like one link to check out the single or to stream the album i usually try to find the places easiest if it's on youtube i know that anyone can access it if it's on bandcamp it's right there on the site or whatever um i know not everyone has spotify and all that stuff so that's why the links that i give try to stay away from that so that you know you guys aren't feeling like i'm being like you should sign up for this music service i want i want it to be I'm sharing the music. The whole point is you can listen to it. It's kind of a waste of time if I'm like, click on my premium link to listen. Um, so I'm going to share a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm going to share the Tiny Desk concert, but I'm also going to share the a video about how kind of a it's a little three minute video about how the Tiny Desk concert thing kind of came about because you get to hear a little bit of Nightwish's backstory. Um, and you know the backstory to the Tiny Desk concert thing that I've kind of gone over here, but. Uh, a little bit more about why he plays guitar what the guitar means to him and that's really worth hearing and and always inspiring for us guitar people too because it gets you know it's a cool thing to hear in someone else in its own sake and then it also gets you kind of reflecting on and thinking about you know why you play guitar and your passion for it, and that's that's a cool thing and an inspiring thing i'll share the audio tree one too just because i love live sessions um and that's awesome and i'm also going to share um you know i'm going to share the new single the official video for voodoo the new single from naya azumi so go and check all these videos out they're all linked in the description of this podcast um and if you like what you're hearing keep in mind that naya azumi has an album coming out that's what the single voodoo uh released and linked down below is yeah all about Um, it's what it's in promotion of. So, the album coming out is called A Residency in the Los Angeles Area. It is coming out on July 30th. So, keep that in mind if this sounds cool. If you listen to the links and you think, Yeah, man, this is worth checking out, I want to follow this. Keep in mind, perfect time to do it because you got a full length album coming out. Awesome. So, anyway, all of these links are in the description of this podcast, wherever you're listening to this, whatever platform. In the description of this podcast, I will put all the links. Um, Yeah, I am aware. I know, guys, um, I am aware that when I put in the links on the platform that I upload through, the links are clickable. So it's super easy. You can literally just click on the link and, you know, you know how links work. Um, I am aware that when this gets put out to all the different platforms that this podcast is available on, uh, some of them are you know some of them play ball and some of them don't with the links so some of them you have to like copy and paste it i know that's a pain in the ass um i'm i've done everything i can about that but on my platform and on all the platforms that play ball with it those links are clickable they're clickable to me i've checked you can check with other people that I'm, i know that they're clickable with them on those platforms and then there's other platforms that it gets uploaded to uh goes out there into the world for my single upload that that's how it works um there's kind of dozens of these platforms and apps and some of them the description just doesn't allow links i so it's probably um on those platforms like they don't they don't want people to put like spam or or like harmful links or something in their descriptions It's, it's probably something like that i don't know um or just the platform doesn't support links of any kind and therefore Wherever you put them, they're not gonna work. Um, I get it. Uh, especially in some of the apps, like they don't want you clicking on it and then it opens up, you know, back into your browser or whatever, I guess. But um, I do my best with it. Sorry if copying and pasting these links isn't as accessible. Um, I do what I can. I make sure they're all set up properly as actual hyperlinks, but some of the platforms don't do it. so anyway. Check out those links, even if it's a pain and he has to copy and paste them. Just um, grab one of them, the one that sounds most appealing to you, and check out this playing, because I think you're going to enjoy it. So that's night azumi Just wanted to talk music today, because that's what it's all about, man. Um, I hope this inspires you. I hope it gets you picking up your guitar and playing. Whether it's your kind of music um, or your favorite kind of music or not, there's something here that's going to inspire you, something here to learn, something here to, to get you reflecting back on your own playing, and I think that's going to be cool. So check that out. Look after yourselves, look after one another, and as always, I'll catch you again tomorrow.